everybody. It is the Pinch Hitter Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Joe Adamanelli, with my co-host, Bl- Colorblind Bastard, Justin Rochat, Ice Road Trucker, Justin Rochat, and uh, an avid Takashi supporter, apparently, uh, Christopher King. Trayway! Tra- I don't know what you got. I, I dress like this every day, Joe. This is what I normally do. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I don't okay. know okay. what right. you're talking. I don't know what this is. This is kind of just what I always do. Have my my that's, my that's my ladies in the background. Right. As you can Fair see. enough. Um, as you guys may away. Maybe wondering, I have my uh my guests here today, my barbershop quartet, in the background over here. So oh, yeah. um, a couple of topics we're gonna get into today, but let's just you know, how's everybody doing? You know. It's it's really a draining time, obviously. Uh, I'm at that point where I think I'm experiencing cabin fever. I'm losing my fucking mind. Uh, don't really get much sleep nowadays because of the fact I wake up in the middle of the night since these fucking birds outside my house don't stop fucking chirping. And they drive me fucking nuts. I don't want to go on, on too much of a tirade. But it's it's at that point where, you know, I'm about to risk it all and go out without a fucking mask. Meet my mate. Without maker. a mask. I'm going to think of the same. What are we saying, Chris? Fucking just, I'm starting to think the same thing. Like, I, I don't know if you guys saw the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk, but he started to have, Elon Musk was like, in his like really weird way of talking, which is bad funny to, to listen to. He's just like, yes, I, um. And then he, like, stares off. You can tell he's so fucking smart because he's actually thinking before he's fucking talking, unlike any of us three. And he's just like, oh, the chances of you dying uh, under 60 with no existing conditions is so low to the 50th degree or some shit like that. So when you hear something like that, just like, fuck this shit. Or maybe everybody should get it. And then everybody will be fucking fine after like a month. You know what I'm saying? Bro, at the I end mean, of the day, even if we avoid this, now we got to deal with the fucking killer bees, right? The bees that are fuck fucking the killer bees, bro. That's, Fake I mean, news. That's, that's, that's just recycled news. That's from fucking December. There's nothing else to talk about. So All right, bro. So why don't you go get news. stung by one, you stupid fuck? Uh, no, the guy bro. on the Brave Wilderness, whatever that show is, the guy who like, you ever see that guy uh, also on YouTube? He just gets stung by like the most fucking yeah. painful fucking bugs yeah, in the he's world like, he's, he's fine he i'm about to do it i'm about to do it and then he goes and fucking injects that shit right into him and then we yeah, got this know. other shit that came out this got swept under the rug because we got the fucking coronavirus and the killer bees flocking around but how about the fucking shit that we got aliens now bro we all knew that uh, aliens, no, yes. but now it's like official i'm always a believer in the aliens yeah extraterrestrial they're out there I mean, Joe, you got the niece living with you, though, so that, that must be nice. See her every fucking day. I <laughs> What'd you, you say? Any, I said, you have your niece living with you, so at least you get to see her every day. Yeah, that's yeah. a segue from Impossible. fucking aliens, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were, like, inferring that, like... My niece was a fucking Chris, alien. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean... Well, uh, yeah, it's is, good, I guess. Chris is an alien, bro. I don't know. I still gotta worry about fucking... You know, vi- uh, the virus in the air and the fucking bees stinging me and, you know, a fucking UFO abducting me. But th- that's th- that's another story for a different day. All right. And, <laughs> as we try to keep these podcasts into a duration of about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, 
I don't want to waste too much time, you know, delving into the coronavirus as I essentially fall, 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 fall deeper into the pits of. Uh, we gotta get into what's fucking important right now, Joe. Six and that is that is the return. Is, the return. He's bro. home, baby. He's Trayway, home. You already know. We won't ask Came the back. fucker because he doesn't seem like he's an avid supporter of Takashi. On the other hand, I fucks heavy with Takashi. Oh, come on. He's a he's elite level troll, bro. You cannot hate on him too much because first of all, he snitched, yes. But he did it against people who were trying to pipe his girl, kidnap his mom, extort him, and fucking like I'm fucking I'm get caught up in and I'm fucking uh snitching on I definitely snitch on uh Justin first, by the way. Um but those are all things that they're not really your friends, bro. There's no fucking street code when they're trying to fucking do all these other fucking things to you. I'd snitch on Justin even if he wasn't involved. You know, somebody's got to take the fall, right? <laughs> Look at him. He'd be perfect in jail. Hey, Justin would, on, Justin would make it in jail. Justin would make it in jail, though. Justin would what? Justin would definitely make it in jail. You and me would not make it in jail. Justin I mean, would somehow Justin, make it. Honestly, Justin would be be all right in jail because, like, I think, like, like, and this is probably be one of the more explicit comments I've made, but <laughs> Justin can probably take it in the ass the best. Oh God, you have to fucking take it. I knew it was gonna be some shit like that. I thought you were gonna say something like he looks the most Aryan, so he could like fit in the best and like get some well, protection that, too, that way. I like, don't know. I, I can see Justin, like, you know, being, like, I like, t- t- uh, tr- uh, whatchamacallit, Tracy Morgan in The Longest Yard, where he's, like, one of the cheerleaders and everything. See, if, if Justin was in jail, I would think he'd be, he'd be, I don't know if you guys ever seen Let's Go to Prison, but I have. it's a comedy about jail, and it's, like, the most weird guy in the whole place is actually, like, the kingpin of the, the jail. That would be Justin. He would find a way to become... The- guy in jail who like call shots like you get to have the honey bun you get to have the kool-aid and you get to fucking get stabbed in the fucking neck like he'd be he'd be somehow calling the shots that way i think that's how justin maybe would, that's uh... your falling justin maybe you need to go to jail <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad that i came on today so glad <laughs> good because everybody sometimes you got to be the brunt of jokes and today's the day uh so chris you know being you made a commitment to him based on your appearance. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your insight on Takashi, bro? Come on, man. I, I mean, if there's going to be somebody who is going to come out and be a lightning rod for controversy, I'm glad it's him and it's not somebody, some other weirdo because everybody hates him nonsensically. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, these guys were doing all these fucking things. You're trying to protect these guys that were trying to do all these fucking things to him. And he, first of all, he's not too too stupid of a person. You can tell he can turn that on and off. Like, he can speak very well for somebody who's, you know, kind of makes nonsensical music. But mm-hmm. he can turn that off. He's not an idiot. But he chooses to be idiotic. And that works for him, I guess, somehow. So maybe I, maybe I should rock this more often. I don't know. Maybe I should make this more I, permanent. I have concerns about him reentering the, the, the rap game, per se. Based on you know, it's it's a game where you know you snitch on a brother, <laughs> like it's gonna 
it's going to have, a, you know, ramifications, right? And, like, Takashi's got targets on his back now, right? I like, guess, but fucking, if, if rap was real, there'd be fucking 30,000 indictments a day. You yeah, know, true. all these fucking you know, guys, like, it's all a fucking game. Like, Takashi came on the scene, and, you know, you, you were kind of scared of him. Not by his, not by his demeanor uh, alone. I mean, he, he looked like Pennywise. Right. And like, you know, he scared the shit out of you. <laughs> but now, like, yeah, you know, it's scary. Shove, and like, a... when push came to shove, we saw a side of him that was like, all right, are you really gangster? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, man. But moving on to other guys with rainbow hair Dennis Rodman, last dance. Dennis Rodman, last dance. Would Great would story. Dennis would Dennis before we continue too far would Dennis Rodman beat Takashi six nine in a physical fight? Yeah. Like how 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 quick would it be? Like would it be five seconds and he'd kill him? Like how quick could Dennis Rodman kill somebody? Uh, three point two seconds. Ooh, Justin's thought about this already. Um, Justin's like these are the things that Justin thinks about when he's texting us in the chat. What should I ask them? Hey guys. How long would it take Robin to beat up this time? <laughs> well, I did ask that question, ask so I'll question. take that, that, was, that was Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that one. I'll take um, that one. It's just shit on Justin Day. It's all good. <laughs> I've been dealing it since we were, what, fucking five years old? Um, what was I going to say? I, I think 6'9 I think doesn't stand a chance on that. Doesn't stand a chance at all, bro. I don't know. I feel like, but I feel like Rodman's like a make love, not war kind of guy. Like he was always Rodman, the nice guy. He was an enforcer Pippen. in the NBA in the nineties and eighties. Like, what are you talking about? He's a bad boy, yeah, but I think he's yeah. a soft. I think he's a soft-hearted guy, though. Like his business. But he was a I bad. No, I still Bro, feel like he's like. Kim Jong Un's funeral right now. He's a fucking weirdo. He will fucking. Eat him alive. He's definitely weird for sure, but I think he's a kind-hearted guy, you know. Because there was like a story, even I don't know if it was in the Last Dance or not, but where there was somebody, there's some kid who came up to the back of the bench of like during like a fourth, it was like fourth quarter, like they were up by twenty. All the all the starters were on the bench, and he asked Pippen and Jordan for an autograph, and they both said "fuck you." And Rodman, like, went over to him as he was walking away, and, like, he gave him an autograph. And, like, there's mad stories about Rodman like that. Like, I don't know, after he's transitioned out of basketball, he's, like, totally lost his fucking mind completely. I mean, but... I'm sure O.J. Simpson gave that autograph, too. Why are you hating on Rodman, man? Rodman is a better human being I'm than Michael hating, Jordan. I'm not, I'm not hating on him at all. You just said who would win in the fight. I said. Oh well, well look, if it was life or death, yeah, Rodman is probably killing every human on earth. But uh, if it was just like, can you kill the guy just because you can? You'd be like, no, no, I can't, I can't do that. Like, that's another thing. Rodman, fucking, I'm telling you, good hearted. I mean, and the last dance kind of painted weird a little bit, I think. I mean, what is he like, sixty right now? No. I don't fucking know how old he's he is, getting, bro. He's getting up there. How You're getting Jordan? up there for sure, but Jordan's probably closer to sixty. Robin's younger than all three of them, probably. Yeah, um, but I don't know. What do you guys think of the Last Dance as a whole so far? I think the Last Dance is an incredible uh, 
documentary. I think it's what we need as sports. It's what we needed as sports fans uh, during this juncture in time. It's it's you know giving us something to look forward to on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, and you're talking about one of the most, if not the most, prolific athlete of all time, right? You know, amongst but considered by many, uh, and uh, you know a worldwide icon and. We look at we look at this documentary and and we get a a, a you know a peek into the the, the duration uh, and and excellence of of Michael Jordan's career, you know and, and and I think that that is a treat during during a time like this, you know and and, and it makes people it gives people the opportunity to you know just for two hours a week, you know step back and forget about everything else that's going on and and you know, find a source of entertainment. Yeah. I think that's important, you know, and the, the, that you got to give credit to who, uh, to ESPN and uh, whoever else was responsible for, for pushing up the date of, of the release of the show. Cause it was originally supposed to come out in the middle of June, but amid all of the uh, suspended seasons and canceled things with relation to sports, they pushed that up two months and, uh, yeah, Clearly paying dividends. What, what, I mean, what's your opinion? Think, we could thank Adam Silver for that one because this wouldn't have been possible. He's the one that convinced Jordan to film that season too. Because that, I think that I think he was Silver back then. He was just like an assistant uh, videographer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched it in complete yet. I have to go back from the first episode and watch. It. I've just seen clips on Twitter, people talking about it. But um, I'm excited to, to dive into it. Yeah, it, it, the, the biggest takeaway from it is is you get a real, real look inside the competitive nature of Jordan. And I know that seems like it's understated, but uh, it, it's really, it's really remarkable that you know there's one instance he played he played the uh, the um, uh, what was it. The Blazers and Drexler in uh, one, one, the early, one of his earlier finals appearances, and uh, I believe this his second finals appearance. Uh, I, I could be wrong. His second or third finals appearance, and then um, he, you know, was like, "Listen, I drew a lot of comparisons to Clyde, and uh, you know, by all means, I respect Clyde, but I'm a better ball player than Clyde Drexler, right?" <laughs> and like. You know, um, and he went out there and, and, he, and he, you know, did what he does, you know, and, and it's like, it's like moments like that. You kind of, you see him t- like the motor that, 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 that drives Jordan. And, and I think yeah. that, I think that's what, what is the most intriguing part of watching something like this, you know? Yeah. Sticking yeah. with that. Um, who do, who do you guys think is like the biggest loser that's coming out of this documentary? Like Draymond Green trying to say that he is Charles Barkley. He's nowhere fucking near the Hall of Famer that he is, the best yeah, player that he is. I, I, would, I would implore you guys to watch the show uh, to the point of where it's reached now because it's really – it's quite obvious that – yeah, the, you, could, you could clearly say that the biggest losers of the show were, were the guys who fell short of because of Jordan's accomplishments, that you yeah. know, his opponents. But – the biggest loser is probably the guy who who's behind all of this, uh, that built that, uh, uh, Bulls roster and Jerry Krause, because yeah, Krause wanted 
you know, Kraus was was critical in in building that roster and, and leading them to six titles. But at the end of the day, you know, that that documentary view, uh, shines the light on on, on Kraus in, in in that of a negative one, and I think that really does him, you know. I don't think that serves him the right justice that, you know, he may, he may probably deserve. Yeah. And I think that, I think it might be Kraus or Jordan as biggest loser coming out of it. Well, Kraus, first of all, I think we should, everybody take a fucking step back. Cause this guy has already got shit on by everybody and their mother since the fucking first two weeks. And it's, I mean, he, he's, he was the architect of the roster. He kind of put together, he got Rodman in there and he got all these other little, fucking uh, little Jordan a henchman to just be, be afraid of Jordan and like fucking do whatever he says and he made that work and and Jordan can say whatever he wants and even I don't know if you ever I don't know if you saw this clip of um uh Jordan's Hall of Fame enshrinement on the fucking podium he was just like who invited Jerry Krause why is he here I didn't invite him like the guy's fucking got shit on already he's already like has like a whole encyclopedia of like things thrown at him and everybody and they would openly mock him so how is that like that's why i think i think jordan is actually the biggest loser because as a human being he looks like a fucking piece of shit um i mean i think we all knew you know sports are nice and all yeah there's always been rumblings that he was a piece of shit though like when i mean it's very very clear i mean no i mean have you seen the the memes of Kraus and the, the the villain from Space Jam? No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, they look like <laughs> they, they look identical. It's but fucking yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason for Jordan to be such an asshole. And then then they had a uh, shit. What's his name? Judd Buchler or and John Paxson. I think we're talking about how everybody was afraid of Jordan and on the team, and they were afraid like make mistakes and play incorrectly or take shots and stuff like that like well, i mean that's that why i think ahead. i mean look he, he he ultimately had to fight with uh with steve kerr right he wound up snuffing him in the face yeah. uh, and like you know he he, he, he the best of everybody you know and like i get there's there's a certain limit there's a threshold that you you can probably exceed and then that that kind of pushes everybody over the top but you know, you're talking about, you know, a man who, who had one goal, and that was to win. You know, uh, I think it was in probably, and it may have been in the, the first two episodes, I, I, uh, potentially, where, where he got hurt in his rookie year, right? And the minutes limit, and, and, you know, he just, they put him on like a seven-minute cap, and, you know, he was just sitting there fucking, you know, fuming because of the fact that, like, he's like, Man, I, I, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna be a part of this this organization or any organization, the goal is ultimately the win and the loss column. And you know, I, I don't care about anything else at that point. And for him to sit there and be, you know, uh, to see people, you know, probably giving if if seventy five percent or eighty percent when they should be giving it a hundred ten percent, that that infuriated him. You know, because I, I I think he had an assessment of everybody that was whether he played with and, and what what they could be, you know? And if he didn't see them playing up to that level, he was going to make them know about it. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's fair assessment of that. I mean, yeah. I guess so. It's just, I don't know, kind of just rubbed me the wrong way of, like, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be abusing a guy. You shouldn't be 
crossing there, there's 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 lines to cross as a human being like in practice and stuff like that when you're like saying you know go the fuck home or fucking uh, you <laughs> suck and we got to get rid of you or something to that effect don't say those kind of things because i'm sure that those things yeah. have, you know although they weren't filmed if a guy like jordan if it's been reported by nine thousand people that he was he was constantly crossing the line but doing it for the sake of competitiveness you know there's you know you can't repair those things afterwards but but without basketball now that's all we got so i guess i guess the last dance is what we have for now but what do you think I about mean, the nba coming back i mean i just want to like going back to jordan i just want to throw one thing in there there's a line between uh being a ferocious competitor and being a decent human being and i, I think he crossed that based on the documentary 100 percent do you consider me a decent human being? No. <laughs> so I guess I'm Michael Jordan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in regards of the NBA returning, Adam Silver sent out letters. Do you think, to, to, to the players, do you think there's actually like a realistic possibility that we'll be seeing the NBA season continue? I don't know. I, mean, I think facilities, it, re, some facilities reopened already too mm-hmm. on Friday. Yeah, I think um, I think they should do it like um, that, like West and East um, breakup of like Western teams go and play in the Las Vegas summer league facilities, and the Eastern teams play in Orlando facilities, and you just do it with like you know some writers, camera crew, the team team doctors and trainers and all of that and that's it and it's gonna look weird as shit having like you know damian lillard and chris paul and they're playing on the fucking las vegas summer league team and you know like summer league <laughs> uh like fucking just the whole vibe is gonna be off but you know what it's better than nothing so that's, that's we, what we can't really complain to, right like it's better than nothing you know but also in that letter though he he, he kind of picked the brains of the players to see what their thoughts were on on playing without fans in the arena through 2021 and you know that kind of raises some eyebrows because it's like how long are we talking about this then because that if it's going on if they're doing that in the nba then they're going to do that in the nfl they're going to do that in the nhl they're going to do that in mlb they're going to do that in whatever else other other sport so it's like what are the ripple effects of everything you know yeah, yeah i mean it has, i mean it's it going to be about money too yeah, like if fans aren't coming in, the players are gonna have to take a pay cut because that's understandable. Because where where's the revenue coming? There's no revenue. Well, they said the, the, the is, is accounts forty percent of revenue, so yeah, it's a, a sizable chunk. Yeah, I think, and the the players' associations and all of those respective sports leagues, they are they're gonna be saying fuck you, why they're not playing, or we're not taking a pay cut. So it's gonna be one of those things. So we'll play, we'll pay at full price play at full price or you can pay us you know whatever like um how pedro gomez said that there's kind of like um there, there's like a contingency salary kind of thing for weird times like this when there's like not actual play but they still get some portion of their salary something like that it'll be weird in football because there's like uh game bonuses and guys like that who need to be on the roster in order to make their paycheck and stuff like that stuff like that so it's going to suck for them the most um but I think that's what it's going to be. I don't think anybody's going to be willing to take a pay cut. But I think 
what the owners should say is in in uh, in rebuttal to that is there's going to be so many fucking people watching this that we're going to make up the difference and you'll still be able to get what you want. I think mm-hmm. that should be how the negotiation should go. And I think Especially... it's true. On Sundays, on Sundays with nothing else to watch, not like there is anything in a normal situation. The fucking NFL owns Sunday. But I mean, for, for other, other sports teams and stuff like that, there's nothing else to do. We can't go outside. Exactly. And and the TV revenue would for teams that have like uh, like TV stations like MSG, James Dolan owns that, SNY, the Wilpons own that. They'll be getting a big chunk of that too because a lot of people will be watching that. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you think about NBA, but what about MLB? Because that's like you know, MLB should have started fucking three weeks ago. So yeah. four weeks ago, whatever it is. That's that's tough because they're actually playing. Like the season was has been delayed since what a month or two, and they have to start spring training. They just have to do another spring training because these these guys were basically on their couch the last month and a half, so they need a second spring training. But um, I think it was uh, Trevor Plouffe, Plouffe from the former Minnesota Twins third baseman. He said um, that he heard. Extended spring training will be in June, like June 10th, and the season will start July 1st. There's been a lot of like pushback from that, then it's false, but um, that seems like the most realistic thing right now. But there has to be a, there's a lot of obstacles they have to overcome. They have to probably testing every two weeks, three weeks, because like uh, Pedro Gomez said, if one player tests positive. That probably shuts down that whole, whole entire team. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think um, if they're going to do something like that, is it even worth getting it started? Because I know we've, you know, without getting too uh, medically involved in the conversation, there's people who, who have shown no symptoms and still test positive, or they test for antibodies and they said, and they test positive for antibodies and they were never sick. So, like, that's like weird thing. Like, are we just gonna act like these guys are not gonna get sick, or are we gonna just kind of nut up and say everybody's gonna get sick? We gotta kind of just go on as normal, you know? I mean, the country's trying to reopen as we speak, so trying. A lot of people are trying. I mean, what what's an essential worker? Are these players gonna be? labeled as essential workers just because they play a sport professionally? Yeah, they definitely will not. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. what Florida's trying to do. Yeah, it's, it's weird, but, like, then, then you look at, like, the percentage of cases in the U.S. and, like, what is it? 70% of them are Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey. So, I don't know. Who knows, man? It, it's, it's, it's weird times. But what else is weird? Thursday night football parallel to fucking nothing else in, in sports and especially in football. Fucking Thursday night games are fucking notoriously trash. And you should see the fucking lineup they got this year. It's 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 diabolical to start the year. I know it's gonna be something that everybody wants to watch on Thursday night and da 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 da. First week, Bengals at Browns. Next week, week three, Dolphins at Jags. Week four, Broncos at Jets. I mean, if these aren't fucking Super Bowl possibilities, I mean, these are all 
AFC, NFC contenders right there, guys. Shit. I mean, Joe Burrow is a big money draw. Hey, Chris, I, I think you, you you didn't do Thursday night a favor by by just neglecting their home opener, the, the opener with, with Kansas City and, and Houston. Okay, we're, we are going to forego that because that's going to be a – that is going to – you're going to steamroll them. It's not even going to be funny. What would you say? Uh, the Chiefs are going to steamroll everybody yeah, this year. I mean, they, they that that uh, Vaughn, right? I don't know, man. No, uh, that that is a motley uh, that is a motley looking uh, lineup to start the year. But I, I'm used to Thursday night football games being uh, that that those generally being all the games that come out early in the season. That's just uh, it's a rite of passage. I'd say, you know, it's like the Jags have to play on Thursday night. Dolphins got to play. Obviously, the Bengals—they're—they're they're gonna kick. They're kicking it right off, bro. You know, the, 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 you gotta, you gotta. It's the worst of the worst, bro. I mean, that that that, that offense has a chance to be uh, watchable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't yeah. think. AJ Green. I, yeah, I mean, I I think they're not gonna win too much, but I don't think they'll mail it in as hard as, like, the Jags might. Because I think that they're just, like, a weird, like, is Gardner Minshew even that good? And are they just playing for Trevor Lawrence? Are the Patriots playing for Trevor Lawrence? Who knows? That would be, that'd be interesting to I see. I mean, Jared Stivens, no, fuck it. I don't even know. He's not good. I think we're really, you know, I kind of get frustrated when we when we talk about the Pats, just in general, because like I, I don't think they're gonna roll over and die like many people are expecting. <laughs> I think they're gonna you know put a, a a competitive product on the field. You know, I I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, as good as Bill Belichick is, uh, you need players and talent, and they do not have that. They haven't had that for all. They they've gotten they by. Had, they had Tom Brady. Go. Dude, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just, I'm just saying won't. you're putting you're putting Jarrett behind. Um, I guess you could say a decent offensive line where the best weapon is an aging slot receiver, Julian Edelman. An underwhelming first, uh, second year wide receiver, and uh, Nikhil Harry. Jacoby Myers was undrafted as a rookie last year. They have literally nobody. They lost a lot of defense. Sanu. What? You forgot about Mohamed Sanu. No, I didn't. And Marquis Lee, bro. Oh. Ooh. How many games he played in five years? I don't fucking know. Chris likes that pickup. They're, they, I don't know. I don't know why he always seems... That Be- Belichick, he, he just likes the bargain bin, bro. He just likes, like, those, those one-year, two-million-dollar receivers... Yeah. And like people, uh, people forget, he was about to get fired before freaking Mo Lewis broke Leso in half, and then Tom Brady came rolling in, and that's the end of the story. You remember? Sometimes you just gotta be lucky, baby. You remember that him being on the hot seat when you were like six years old? Do I remember that? Justin remember? is a football historian, so I'm a sports historian. Did there you you, you watch you watched his presser when you were five years old when he came to New England 
2018. I watched it a hundred times for the past fucking 20 years. No, I'm saying you watched it live. I don't know. I didn't. You fucking do. <laughs> oh god. Um. Who else was in the hot? Yeah, who else was in the hot seat when when Belichick was in the hot seat? I don't fucking know. Uh, I'm Jim Fossil. <laughs> no, well, but yeah, I think they're gonna be a weird team. Patriots might send it in for Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Um, there's some other teams like I think the Bears are just gonna suck again. Oh, they, bro, they, 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 they ripped the carpet right out from fucking Trubisky, bro. Right? Because he sucks. He sucks. There's no way around it. And what else sucks even more? They didn't even talk to Deshaun Watson. He yeah, said it this did. this past they week. They did. I don't know. They he him. said they didn't. Yeah, no, they caught him. There's a video. He was on the Rich Eisen show. And he was talking about the draft process. Who was talking about him? Who was talking to him? Who he met with? He said he talked with Chicago. He talked with Jacksonville. So that's being played around Twitter. Chicago got their guy, though. They certainly did. And they who traded declined? up one, one spot to get him. Who declined and, uh, uh, to come on the show. We'll, we'll, uh, we won't name names, but the quarterback on the Chicago Bears declined to come on the show. Nick Foles. So, so Mitch Trubisky, if you want to be better than Nick Foles at one thing, you have to come on the podcast because that's one thing you'll be uh, you'll have one up on him. But and I'm gonna call out uh, one bitch right now, all right, bro? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna call out one bitch right now. His name is. His name. All right, <laughs> motherfucker. I I reached out to him politely. Now now. You broke up. I have no clue who you said. I said Chase Daniel, bro. I reached out to that motherfucker politely. And he didn't come on the show. So you know what, Chase? You're not welcomed on the show, all right? You're not welcomed on the show. And I hope you never get a chance to play in my, uh, Detroit, bro, behind that <laughs> that injury-prone Matt, Matt Stafford. Wait, you said you hope... Quarterback? Yeah. No, he's absolutely not, bro. He's he's fucking the best trash. Is that I the question? He's the best back quarterback in the league, is bro, he? Not even the best. Golf. Uh, fucking uh, who else we got? Andy Dalton right now. Andy Dalton. I was a surprise signing. I was surprised he went there to be honest. I mean, going back it, to to Texas, staying home, I guess. Yeah, but but he should probably want to. He could have went to to uh up north and play and competed with uh, Mr. Sidham for the starting job. I mean, probably uh-huh. didn't want to. Oh. I know they they kind of they kind of finessed Dalton so he couldn't like play on other teams like I think I think Dalton's better than Foles I don't know who would uh, disagree with Yo, that. Yo, Dalton's a legit he's a legit quarterback. Yeah, yeah just a fucked up situation. I feel bad I for for everybody shitting on on Nick even though I have a bad history with him. Nick Foles? Yeah, bro, like. Nick Nick is a Super Bowl champion MVP. Yeah. yeah, he played mighty well in that Super Bowl. Played mighty well during those playoffs. He's the reason why they won. So. Yeah, but I think that's just like everything broke right for them that year. I mean, they are Eli not that good. As a team. With his eyes closed. What'd you say, Just? I said Eli Manning won two Super Bowl rings with his eyes closed. Come on, stop hating. Stop hating. Let's not lose sight of Thursday night games, though. I mean, you know, 
it feels like they're doing everything in their power to put their competitive, you know, formidable games on on Thursday night. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be strong out of the gate. We don't want Jaguars, Dolphins, you know? It's like, who the fuck asked for that? I yeah. didn't. I did. Maybe Mike Mayock over there, Justin Rochette did, but I did. They got to do something about that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a sh- they're all shitters. Even when the Jets are on, it's it's over right by halftime, so I just go to bed. Jets got a chance in that game against Denver. Oh, Denver! Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying. Usually, when Jets are on Thursday night, I don't watch because. Yeah, that's another. Denver's a team that I think is super gassed up. They everybody oh, everybody yeah. thinks Drew Locke is gonna come in and be fucking uh, Wait, Tom Brady. Drew Locke, bro. I think Drew Locke's gonna be good. I like Drew Locke, but you can't crown him. Like how many no, games did he play? Him, but I, I, no, not you. Like most people are. They're like, oh, Drew Locke. Oh, fuck yourself. No. I give Elway credit though. He's he's putting some nice pieces around the kid. You know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He got he got Judy uh, in in the first round for him. He already has Sutton in place. Maybe this other guy Font can take the step forward. Uh, oh yeah, no Font. No Font. Yeah, and and uh, you know he's got a nice running back duo now with Gordon and uh, Lindsey. You know, mm-hmm. so I think there's some talent there. I oh, think I don't know. I feel like they fall into that weird category of just like seven and nine. Oh, I I was going to say 12 and 4, Chris. I'm, I mean, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Look at, look at their division. The division is not easy, yeah. Joking. They're not 12 and 4. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, I got a 7 eight and 9. 8 But that's a good, you know, you're building something. You know, you're progressing. You know what? I want to I want to talk about um our divisions, NFC East, AFC East. Chris, since you're – I'm biased in this situation. What do you see on uh, the AFC? How do you see the AFC East shaping up? I think it's probably going to be Buffalo, Bills, yeah. Jets, Dolphins. Actually, Buffalo, see, New England, Dolphins, Jets. I see I see New England last, dead last. I see Buffalo and the Jets battle. That's just your bias as a Jet fan. No, I don't know. You think already the Dolphins will win more games than the Pats? Yeah, I think the I think the Dolphins can win more games than the Jets this year too. It all depends. Sleeping Dude, on what if Fitzpatrick has another big year? Sleeping on New England, bro. Uh, yeah, the fucking knocked out. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be that easy. They they the the past might go seven and nine or eight and eight. And um, I don't know, man. There's some. There's some tough. There's some. There's some not so tough games in their schedule. They have to play. You know, they'll probably beat the Bills once just because. And uh, I think they'll. You know, they they might have the best division record in that division. I'll tell you what, if the fans. like they. If the NFL allows fans, that Week One matchup in Buffalo for the Jets is not fucking pretty. And then we have San Francisco after that. Yeah, they're like they're I said, they're too, bro. They're gonna get smoked by San Fran. That's gonna be fucking pure pure entertainment, bro. I mean, it depends how how uh, good the G is. Yeah, bro, they're gonna get smoked. They're a bad football team. Oh, the Jets. Yeah. What? Eight and eight. 
Justin, we made this podcast to be unbiased, so if you're going to just come over here and I suck am unbiased, it, dude. <laughs> Bro, stick to baseball. Uh, I will, Bredo. Bredo, Bredo, Bredo. Um, like I said, final projections. Uh, Buffalo at the top. New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to be 11-5. and five. New England is going to be 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six. Uh, Miami three and thirteen, and the Jets two and fourteen. Um, <laughs> now the the Pads do have some. They have some really tough games. They have some really. They might they might win like six or six or seven. But they have they got Seahawks, Chiefs, Niners, uh, Chargers, Rams. Fucking who else we got here? Ravens. It's not so, not so easy. I think Chargers are going to be a surprise team. They could win, they could win double-digit games this year. Oh, because they got your boy, Ty God, Ty God, and and yeah, Herbert. Both your boys but and Herbert. They got my, they got my guys in that quarter. That quarterback room is fucking next level, bro. Best quarterback room in the fucking country. But yeah, they got Ty God, Chris Harris, and they have Derwin James back, and they have Bosa, fucking um. Ingram, they have they have some very very nice pieces, and their offensive line got better too. Yeah, I mean, Fine, finally, you, you finally got rid of Melvin Gordon. You said they have the best quarterback room, bro. The Jets got David Sales, bro. There you go. Fucking scrub. Uh, let's let's uh, flip it. You know, the, uh, we had we went over the AFC. So what are we like in the NFCs, Chris? I don't know, man. It might be tough for the Giants to crack into the uh, top two. Because I don't I, It's going to be Cowboys or Eagles, most likely. I think it's going to be Cowboys because they, uh, they're just going to run. just going to run that fucking rock right down the throat, man. And, uh, you know, CeeDee Lamb, I guess he's going to be okay. Amari Cooper, he'll show up for about five games a year and have <laughs> 1,100 yards, but. <laughs> um, Zeke obviously is gonna eat again. The Eagles, I think, are like low key falling apart because everybody's like hating on Carson Wentz in that room, and Alshon Jeffrey is You're hating. You're and... self-included hating on him, huh? I mean, self-included hating on him. Yeah, Carson Wentz is not. I don't know. He he's a weird a weird guy. It's like a weird quarterback to like pin down like of like what he's good. He's trying to do too much. Like, yo, just be a fucking quarterback, bro. You, you don't have to fucking... Not everybody is Russell Wilson. There's only one of Russell Wilson, bro. There's only yeah. one Aaron Rodgers. You cannot be these guys extending plays until the fucking... The very echo of the whistle and try to, like, make that a sustainable way of being a quarterback. And he's not, yeah. you know? So I think maybe, just maybe, the Giants will get eight wins. But that's if, like, everything I goes right. See that. I can see that. Well, I mean, you're also in, in year one of a new head coach. So yeah, so I think I think things are gonna be. You guys think he's gonna? Yeah, have, it's gonna uh, be that Jim Harbaugh coming to San Fran effect, where they go to the NFC Championship. Definitely not. Um, that pass, the <laughs> Giants' pass rush is fucking hot trash. There's not one good pass rusher on the team, and um, worry, maybe don't even fucking. Go there. He's fucking garbage. Garbage is an under. 
statement, bro. He's so fucking bro. gassed up. I don't know how anybody in the NFL... Like, I love... That's what I also I don't fucking like to hear on fucking NFL Network and ESPN. They're just like... They're trying to talk him up. Yo, he's fucking trash. You don't bro, get... There, there's no fucking staff for almost getting to the quarterback. Bro, trust me. I, I, I hate that motherfucker, bro. I hated him when he was a Jet. I felt bad that you guys are stupid enough to give up a fucking third-round pick for him to begin with. Uh, he's fucking atrocious. I hope that they're smart enough that they don't sign him to a long-term deal. Some reason they felt it was, uh, you know, justified to franchise tag the motherfucker. Uh, but don't go n- near him. Uh, he he can't get to the fucking quarterback. Did he even record a sack last year? He had one, I think, <laughs> like one and a half, maybe. One and a half sacks, bro. And you got fucking Shaq Barrett down in fucking Tampa getting to the motherfucking quarterback 19 times, bro. It's craziness, man. And I think uh, I think it's going to be a tough year for Haskins, too, on the Redskins. I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's as he is. And also, it's kind of weird. Let's take Kyle, the Panthers Kyle quarterback. Long. Yeah, like that was kind of weird that they did that. Like just bring, just bring in Colt McCoy. I think the Giants got Colt McCoy. It's like yeah, that's kind of weird now too. I know, but he's just like a young guy who was doing well. So like consciously, why would you? I don't know. If I was Haskins, that'd be like kind of weird. Like I, I don't know. I didn't understand that either. But the only way I can like you know justify that move is is that maybe it's like here. Yeah, this is a guy who's capable of coming in. We're still going with Haskins, but just know that, you know, this is to push you, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, to me, it's like the what they did with um when they drafted RG3 and, and Cousins in the same yeah. draft. I mean, just insurance that, you know what, we have another young kid that we like. And if Haskins doesn't pan out, maybe Kyle Allen does. And if not, then they got the draft next year. Yeah. I guess so. They could have gone to this year, but they no, did it's not. Still, it's still hard to believe, but, you know, Alex Smith is still under contract. And well, I, that's I, right. I watched his documentary and, uh, East, uh, uh, on E60 last Friday, and uh, that guy has made a remarkable, remark, has made remarkable strides towards, towards recovering, you know? And, like, there just was a video posted – uh, by ESPN, I came across on Facebook uh, a day or two ago about you know him him just going through drills and and you know throwing passes and he he looks you know like he's building himself up again and you know he's easily easily the best quarterback in the room if the three of those if the three of those guys are together and healthy that's that's there's no argument about that you know yeah. Atkins may uh, may be may have the potential and may have the strongest arm and whatnot. But as of right now, he is the best quarterback in that room can, based on his if, – if he's healthy. You know, like – so he's somebody, you know, if he's able to come back, I wouldn't write him off, you know? Yeah. I've always been an out. Unfortunately, guy, I think so. – yeah, I just hope, ba- back. just based off his age, I think he's going to slide into that Matt Moore, like, elite-level backup kind of uh, role. <laughs> I guess, but – He's still available, nice- Matt Moore. That's true. Oh, yeah. He's not more still available. Adam Gainsley will fucking call him up. Isn't he backing up in Kansas City? No, he's a free agent. 
Yeah, I don't, we don't, we're all right. So what about what, what about those underrated teams that are like, they might go worst to first or a team that nobody thinks is going to be good but could get into the playoffs and get double-digit wins? Uh, there's one team, and it's probably a cop-out, but they're getting a lot of shit. Um, and, you know, I don't know why, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go do it right now. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bro. Ooh. It's okay. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all right? I've been riding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, for a while now, all right? I've been calling that to be the team that he should have went to. He listened to me. He then they went out and got his boy. Now they got the most prolific offense in NFL history. Uh, I think that team is, at the very least, Chris, a NFC Championship appearance level team. At the least. That's tough. That's tough. That defense is trash. No, it's Can actually not. It's Can actually not. They got one of the, the more premier run defenses in the league. All right, so there's other aspects to defense in the front seven. Can you name one defensive back? On their team? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's right. He's riding with them, though. He's still riding with them. Right. They don't need it. They don't need it. They got... They got TB12, baby. They don't need. They can play with fucking eight guys on defense. Fuck what? it. You just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like I like Tampa Bay. I'll I'll never count out uh, Tom Brady. But um. I mean, that's, I can't. I can't they're really in, they're in the kind of like a weird. I can't really think of anybody really. Well, like I'm going first, second, I'm going going first, going. first. I could see the Dolphins improving a lot, but they're not coming first. Maybe the Browns, because no, the Browns have no high shot. They're year. Vernon Hargraves, by the way. Vernon Hargraves is not on Tampa Bay. <laughs> I think he got cut, actually. He got cut, <laughs> he got cut last season, went to Houston, and they, and they cut him. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> that's extremely disappointing. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going Chargers, man. I'm going with the team that Tom should have gone to. If he goes to that team, they could be a, they, they could be fucking a legit Super Bowl team because the like defense the is there. They got Chris Harris, so they have a seasoned defensive. The defensive line is very good. Derwin James in another year after being, he's going to be fresh. And then you also have the fucking. Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen. You know, you got all these guys. Austin Eckler is fucking low-key the most underrated player in the entire league. Did he's they get another two, The game? offensive line. Did they? Or they, I think they have, they have a, a well, their other backup, Justin Jackson, is also, like, underrated. They, he was just buried behind the depth chart because they're I fucking ri- they riding up. with Gordon for some reason. I don't even know. It, it, it's possible, but there's just uh, a lot of talent on that team. And I yeah, like that team to make it. And... Bro. What? You're still held back by the quarterback. Ty God, baby. I love I Ty God. And who knows how Justin Herbert will be. I think he'll need a fucking third year. But Tyrod, he could surprise people. Hmm. Especially so. with a running game. Yeah, I mean, he, he took the Bills to the playoffs, and they almost beat the Jaguars in that first round several years ago when the Jaguars mm-hmm. almost beat the fucking Patriots. So, like, 
And that was with no offense at all. That offense fucking sucked. But they had a good defense, and they made it. So now they have a team with a pretty ba- – they're a pretty balanced team. And I think what they could do some. What do you think about the, the Browns, Chris? Uh, I don't know, man. That's really another another year, that. another new head coach. I mean, you saw they, that Thomas looks like. Said? So Tom, what said it's, put, it's a put up or shut up year for uh, Baker Mayfield. Nah, they're gonna rock with him until the fucking end of it, bro. He's gonna get he's gonna get a Derek Carr type contract when it's just kind of like okay, but we have to stick with him because he's better than what else I mean, is out the, there for the franchise. Yeah, but like for the outside people. Do you agree with that? There's put up or shut up time. Oh yeah, of course. Because you he came out pretty hot. around him, man. The, the, all the talent is there, but the problem is that that is, that that locker room is fucking probably off the wall uncontrollable. Because they got fucking lunatics in there, bro. They got whenever you have Sheldon Williams and he's not Sheldon Williams, Sheldon Richardson. Shout out Sheldon Williams, come on the podcast and Candace <laughs> Parker. Sheldon Richardson. And he's he because he's gonna show up for five games a year too. He'll be healthy, he'll be out there, but he's gonna show up for five. And then you have Miles Garrett just fucking looking a club pee pee <laughs> with a fucking helmet for some reason. Even though he's into like dinosaurs and poetry and shit, he's doing crazy. When you when you when shit like that goes on, you fucking totally lost the locker room. Odell Beckham is definitely fucking tearing shit apart in there. Uh, Jarvis Landry is trying his best to keep shit together because I think he's the only guy in there who actually gives a shit about winning. I love Jarvis Landry, man. He's I'm so fun. glad he's out of our division. Yeah, he's tough, but it's definitely going to be put up or shut up uh, externally. Internally, he's going to be there forever because they won seven games his first year. And that big, unfortunately, against the Jets Thursday night game when they came back and they took a big hot shit on the, on the <laughs> Jets. Um, but he's going to be... Beef- OBJ fucking took it 90 yards. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but that that uh, that division is going to belong to the Ravens for a long time. They have a very well-rounded team. The quarterback is there. Lamar Jackson is, as long as he doesn't get hurt, as long as he doesn't take too many big hits, they're going to own that division. I will, say, I will say the for the Giants though, I think they'll they'll do pretty decent this season under Joe Judge. I think he's I think you guys picked the right guy. A lot of people didn't like it. They were um, Surprised by the pick because of Matt Rule, they thought he was going there. But I like Joe Judge. I like they they solidified the offensive line draft in Andrew Thomas. I think he'll be day one starter. He'll be the left tackle for a decade at least. Um, Saquon's still there. Your receivers are pretty good. Daniel Jones looking to take the next step. I like your secondary now because pairing um, Pe- uh, Peppers and McKinney. I think that would be pretty fucking solid. And they got they still got love too. And uh what's what's the, the yeah, love. second year? Baker? DeAndre Baker. So they have some impressive pieces, some interesting pieces that can uh make another step in the right direction. Under a new yeah coaching staff too. I like that coaching staff, man. You got you got a Garrett as a experienced offensive coordinator. A new offensive line coach in uh, Colombo, so we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a whole, gonna be a whole lot of that on the Giants sideline on offense. Just clap hands, <laughs> clap hands. Clapping. Stop scary. clap. Don't stop clap. Don't stop clapping. We're down. We're down twenty at home. Yeah, Keep it going we'll though. Take, we'll take a ten-yard sack, fumble the ball, and he'll still be clapping. That's just right. what he does. Clap hands, clap hands, baby. 
but no, they're they're another team I don't know about. Uh, Bears are gonna suck again. I think the Vikings might win their division because uh, the Packers Definitely. got like a weird situation going on. Uh, yeah, there's there's just too many like whatever teams out there. Like Raiders, they're whatever. Um, Texans are gonna suck. There's there's, just, there's not. I don't know if it's so top. I think I think it's gonna be top heavy league this year of like three four teams just dominating shit. What about the Cardinals? Not ready yet. That offensive line still sucks. I mean, not it's not, an interesting not situation. Oh yeah, they got a polarizing player in the draft and Isaiah Simmons. They got DeAndre Hopkins now. I don't think they're ready. I think they're another. No, I'm not saying they're ready, but I think they can take a. Are they going to take a step backwards? Or I don't envision them taking a step. I think they're going to be a much improved team, but they're they're still on the outside looking in. Because Tyler Murray probably proved me wrong because I was not a fan, but he looked pretty good in his first year with minimal talent around him. Yeah, I think. I think they're they're still an offensive line away, but uh, Tyler Murray come on the podcast. Why not? I mean, yeah. big, big fans. Podcast, uh, and I think um, I think it's gonna be a Chiefs and Bucks. I don't know. Bucks. Oh man, I think it's Chiefs, but we're all on board with like Chiefs just gonna. Totally steamroll everything this year, right? Oh yeah, Bucks though, bro. Bucks nation. Bro. That defense is yikes. That defense, oh, the Chiefs team? isn't elite either, bro. They're 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 not that bad though. They're good, but they're not great. No, not they great at all. About, though, the Titans. Oh, Titans suck, suck bro. Titans are. We should have got. Titans we should have went out and got. And we decided to give a hundred million dollars to Ryan Tannehill. That'll bite what them. A, yes. What a stupid. What a. That's that's Nick. That is Nick Foles' situation, bro. Yeah. He's not that good. He just got very lucky in a very fortunate situation. Everything broke their way. They're not a better team than the Chiefs, and they had no chance in the championship game. And they're they're actually not that good. And Tannehill fucking is not good either. He's just fucking Alex Smith, bro. No, don't knock out Alex Smith. Come on. Come on, what? I've Alex Smith is... Ever since he lost, has basically lost his leg. I always liked Alex Smith. Yeah, we know, Brino. Anyway, guys, listen. That's a wrap on episode five. Uh, a few things we want to touch on going into next week. Aaron Rodgers really on the outs in Green Bay? Is Jordan Love the guy? I don't think so. Uh, we're also going to touch base upon any news that comes up in the, the week ahead with regards to, uh, the season coming back, uh, the season's coming back in with, uh, baseball and the NBA. Don't give a fuck about the NHL. Uh, also we'll rehash the, we'll recap the last dance. Please catch up on that gentleman. A lot to discuss on that. And we are working vigorously religiously tirelessly and whatever other fucking adjective you want to use uh towards securing a guest you know we we are reaching out to many people we came on hot now as they say we're in a bit of a dry spell 
I'd say that's a it's a good assessment. Um, fuck you, Chase Daniel. Uh, and we're working on that, and we'll try. Okay, we are in negotiations on one person. They uh, mentioned uh, financial terms <laughs> in the adult industry. Um, we don't know if we want to be making financial commitments to guests at this point, as the previous guests have come on out of the generosity of their heart. And uh, we're going to see what happens with that. Uh, I'd love to see a chat with uh, Justin, an adult uh, adult film star. That would be a nice, uh, nice treat for the viewers. I mean, guys, you know, you know this person. I have never fucking heard of her. Well, you will watch her work, and she will. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta research your fucking you guest, bro. Come on. And you gotta entertain yourself with her work, if you know what I mean, Justin. Mm, I'm good. <laughs> I know Justin's more of the male, male entertainment variety. Uh, but anyway, I'm guys, the only version in this. Any, any, anyway, guys. <laughs> anyway, guys. Trayway. Anyway, guys. Trayway. Enjoy the show. Uh, I enjoyed the show. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, recap uh, next week. One love. One love. Justin. Justin. No. no. Just want to say I really enjoyed you on this past season of Ice Road Trucker. <laughs> Peace.